Hey, greeting you with the word holy words, peace. I might need a football fan to help me out a little bit. How many people like football? Oh, oh 99.9% of it. Wow. Does anybody know a team called the Pittsburgh Steelers? And does anyone know their record? Their record is what? And do you remember not too long ago that the people were frustrated with them? And their coach's name what? And his quarterback thought he didn't have it anymore. You remember? He was on TV and he says, I don't think I have it anymore. Right? And they're nine and two. And you know what happened? His coach stood up for him and said he just had a bad game. And then his receivers came to him and said, wait a minute. Man, you okay? We got you. And then some of the others probably thought about, wait a minute, we got some rings at home because you are a quarterback. And they all got behind him, and now they're at what? Nine and two. But he was broken for a moment because you know, he had a bad game, and he's not used to that, a couple bad games, and he was broken for a moment. But the people got together and got around him and encouraged him, and now they're back on top where they belong. And, and it, 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 you can be broken. I don't care who you are. This is what the ministry is about. Do you all want to hear what the prophecy was for me in 1974? 1974. Say that. 1974. All right. A, a, a prophet came to me and said, Brother Johnny, you're going to have a church full of broken people and a refuge for white folks. That's what in 1974. Now, you know, that wouldn't happen in 1974. And uh, I was looking up. You know what he's talking about. But I understand now. This is a church for broken people. Right? And when that prophecy came to me, you'll need to stay with me. When that prophecy came to me, guess what? And then I was chosen as a pastor. Say, you understand that? When the prophecy came to me, I was chosen as a pastor. And the, and the, and the prophecy was, Brother Johnny, you're going to have a church, right, that's going to have broken people and a refuge for white folks. Guess what? When this ministry started, anybody in this church that belongs to this church is connected to this ministry has the same calling. Do you understand that? So if you're in this church, you got the same calling that I have. I'm just leading the Calvary. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you're in this church, you are either broken, needing a refuge, or had been broken and have found a refuge, and so you're ready to minister to those that are broken who are looking for a refuge. That's right. That's right. Right? And a lot of times we go through some things in life, stay with me, we go through some things in life, and God didn't put them on us, but we go through some things in life, and, and, and we ask, well, what do I have to minister, Pastor? Well, what you have to minister, you can minister through your pain. That's right. You can minister through your misfortune. You can minister and be a guide to help somebody else in their hour of grief. 
and we at the time now where there's a lot of that going on. Folks is going to be missing, folks, because this is the holidays, and you know how the holidays are. I mean, we, we get caught up into those holidays and we miss. But first of all, and, and let's just talk and be real. This is what this ministry is about, broken people. Uh, and I know that you all have been hearing on the news all of these ladies that are, 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 are talking about these men that so far as men, there'll be some women get involved in this pretty soon. All of these men that has sexually harassed them or put them in bad situations and circumstance. Do you know what the bad thing is about all of these women coming through now to say that? Ask me what? They had to wait too so long. So, so some of these women have been waiting and carrying that brokenness for years. And, and, and it is a sad thing and in churches, in churches and, and uh, in homes. And so these people have been broken and broken means. Having been fractured or damaged. These, these people have been fractured and damaged for years. And there has been no one there that they entrusted or they thought that they could talk to that would not shame them or blame them. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's the thing that bothers me the most. You remember, we didn't do breast cancer this year. We'd done what? Domestic violence. Domestic violence. That's the thing that bothers me the most, that these people had to carry these burdens for all of these years and the pain for all of these years. That's sad. And in a crowd of people, but there's no one there that you thought that you could trust that you could come through and help you through your grief or your healing process. And that is a shame. But that's what this ministry is about over here. Because we don't shame anybody or blame anybody over here. This is a place of healing over here. And if you are part of Pastor Fields' ministry, then you are part of that. And if you're not, you're just listening and that's okay. All right, keep going. Broken is also no longer in one piece. And no longer in one piece is because when you go through certain things in life, tragedies in life, it takes a piece of you. I could get deeper in that, but you ought to be intelligent enough to know where I'm coming from. It robs a piece of your life. And that's what a broken person is. Keep going, please. A broken person can be crushed or shattered. And some people, you know what, and you're sitting in here, you have been crushed and shattered. It could be, by, it, it could be is it from a child. It could be from a, a marriage. It can be from a relationship. It can be from a job. But it have been crushed and shattered. And that's what, that's broken. And there's a lot of people walking around that are broken, sitting in churches, and that's a bad thing, sitting in churches, because you can go to church sometimes, and you're already broken, and by the time you get the message, you're really broke. Well. Right? And there are people who would like to come to churches, but they, they feel that they're not worthy to go to church because somebody has lied to them and told them that the people, everybody in the church is healed. But unfortunately, this is a hospital here. It's called Christ Temple North Hospital. Right? And we full of broken people and people who have been healed from brokenness. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right? A broken person is a person that has given up all hope. And sometimes people give up all hope. And we talked about that weeks ago. And that's what causes people to attempt, to attempt suicide. Do you know that it's up two-thirds of young girls of hurting themselves. It's up two-thirds since the last in this decade. Why they do that? They have no hope. And they have no hope because they're broken. 
And they need somebody to come and put those pieces back together again. And some people just need a refuge. And a refuge is? Refuge is a condition of being safe or sheltered from danger or trouble. Some people just need to be someplace where I'm safe, uh, like a little child that's been, you know, when we talk about domestic violence, we don't understand that what happens to the children. They just want a safe place. They want a place to go, and adults too. That's right. You see, some people just want that, a safe place, a shelter from danger and trouble. This ought to be a place. Or your place. Well. And it doesn't physically mean they have to come and live with you. You can give them a shelter of encouragement. A shelter of peace. A shelter of love. And some people, just they, they need a safe, safe sanctuary. Thank God that there are people who are providing those things. That's right. But the first people that ought to be there for them to lead and guide them to those places ought to be called Christians. That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Y'all can applaud. Sorry, go ahead. In the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, in the Psalms 147 and 3, he healed the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. That's in the Old Testament. They were talking about being healed, the brokenhearted and the wounded. And they were looking for someone to come and bind and heal up their wounds. And some of us in here will admit, and some of you in here will admit, that you have looked too many places and in too many faces to get those wounds and that broken heart about it, and it didn't work. Have you ever went someplace and you had a cut and put something on it and it was worse? It's like some medication you take, stay with me. Some medication you want to medicate yourself because you got, you're going through pain, your heart's broken and you're wounded, and you take a medication, then you have a reaction to the medication. You know what I'm talking about. It happens sometimes in life. And so they were looking for someone to do that. Psalms 34 and 17 through 18. King James Version. It says, the righteous cry out and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. And see, see, but somebody needs to tell somebody, no, the righteous, God's hearing you. Because sometimes it's, it's, you ever feel like everybody's got a deaf ear to you, that they're not really hearing you? Well, You see, you see, they're hearing but not listening. Listening but not hearing. But there is a place that you can go to. God does that. He hears you. Whoever you're sitting at and the pain you're going through, he hears you. And sometimes you don't feel like he does. Because I told you all a few uh, weeks ago, the first time in my life I'd have a, my spirit ever was broken. Remember that? That the pain, the first pain that I ever felt, the first thing I ever went through in my life, 71 years old, and I've went through a whole lot of things, three-time cancer spot, but that bone cancer in my spine was so much that I thought God didn't exist. And I told you all that, didn't I? And my spirit was broken for a moment. Do you understand? And so it can happen. And I'm, I'm a pretty saved guy. And I, I, you know, I know kind of a little bit about the Bible. And I've had a relationship from him for a long time. But when my spirit was broken, it was a scary place to be. It was only for a minute, but it was broken. So I understand this crying out. Because you can go through some things sometimes and you're in no man's land. In no man's land, I don't understand that. And some, somebody says, I said, lean not to your own understanding. Sometimes I'm saying, well, I don't even think God understands. You ever been there? All right. Verse 18, it says that the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart 
And saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. So that's what, and if you go to Psalms 51, he says that God loves a, a contrite spirit. And he needs that sometimes. Because sometimes you get there. You see, sometimes people, see, no one can heal your heart. I mean, no one can heal your heart. You see, sometimes people can help us through our emotions. But they can't heal a broken heart. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Are you all quiet because I'm doing all right? All right. Turn to Isaiah 61. I'm going to read verse 1 and 2 from and, the NIV. And we're still in the, in the Old Testament, and they're crying out for this kind of a person. They're crying out unto the Lord. Pain's been here for a long time. Broken hearts have been here for a long time. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? People have been looking for a refuge for a long time. Teach. All right. And it says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim Good news to the poor. And this is Isaiah talking about somebody. It wasn't him, but he was talking about somebody. Do you all know that I love you? Yes. And I can preach the good news to you, but I'm not the healer. All right? It says, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, mm -hmm. to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners. And see, 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 some people understand what I'm talking about this morning because they've had these experiences. They've had, they've been brokenhearted and, and they've lived in darkness. And there's a lot of people in prison say, what do you mean, Pastor? The hardest prison to get out of is the one you place yourself in. Well, do you understand what I'm saying? That is the hardest one to break out is the one you put yourself in. But the, they're looking for someone. People are hurting and they're looking for someone to help them. All right? And he said in verse 2 that we are to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. And so we understand that those things are coming, but that's not where I want to be at. I want to know where I can go because I'm hurting this morning. And I understand, Pastor, and I understand what the Psalms are saying, but I'm smart enough to know that's Old Testament. And I understand what the prophet Isaiah is saying, but I'm smart enough to know that's Old Testament. I need someone now. I need someone now. I don't need a historian. I need someone now. I am hurting. I am broken. I feel like I'm in prison. I'm walking in darkness. And I need to be set free of that. I am grieving. And some of you know what I'm talking about. This is the worst time of the year. I am grieving. Who will help me now? Here we go. And it says in Luke 4, verse 14 through 21 from the King James, that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Now, Jesus went back to the guys, and he was in the power of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, uh, uh, Jesus had to be in the power of the Holy Spirit because when he worked the most, he was in the Spirit. And this is what I pray for when I'm speaking up here, that I want to speak in the power of the Holy Spirit. And when I'm speaking in the power of the Holy Spirit, those that are spiritual will open up their spirit and recognize God is speaking to them in the way that they need to be spoken to. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that means everybody's not hearing the same thing. The Holy Spirit is talking to you where you at. That's right. All right. And again, it said that Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. The message also says power of the Spirit, 
And the voice says power of the Holy and, Spirit. And, and the message says in the power of the Spirit, and we want to make sure we understand that he's not doing this on his own. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. The message says, and also the power of the Spirit. And the voice says in the power of the Holy Spirit. He comes in the power of the Holy Spirit. Guess what's still here now? The power of the Holy Spirit. That's right. Guess why you're here in this audience now? Because of the Holy Spirit. Because some people went to bed healthier than you that didn't wake up this morning, didn't get home. But the Holy Spirit allowed you to be here. All right? It says, he returned into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region and about. Keep going, please. And he taught in their synagogues. He went to church and he taught in the church. Excuse me. He, taught, he, went, he went to church. It's a church. He's in the church. He's talking in the church. Listen to that. Jesus talking to these people in the church. All right? Being glorified of all. Okay. And he came to Nazareth mm. where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up. So to today to us, went into the church. Stood up and read in the church to those people. All right, and this is what he read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Asius. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And we just talked about that. Look where Jesus opened up his Bible or the book that he was reading to Pentateuch or Pentateuch, whatever you want to read. Guess what he read? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hmm. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. See, and, and, and it doesn't work unless it's under the what? Anointing. See, a lot of people are preaching, but it's not under the anointing. That's why it's not effective. They're preaching on, of, of just emotion or knowledge. But when you preach under the anointing, somebody's getting a healing. That's right. Somebody's getting a lesson, and somebody's getting a blessing. That's right. All right? He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind. So they're going to be brokenhearted people. They're going to be poor people. They're going to be people that are in captivity. That's right. So sometimes we wonder, what God, no, that's a people thing. People things, people are going to have people problems. That's a people thing. And if you ain't living, you keep living. You'll understand what I'm talking about. That's right. It took me to 71 years, but it got to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. You're going to, let me tell you something. I can tell you one thing I'm sure of. Trouble will find you. That's right. I'm sure of that. Now, I can't. I'm sure you're going to be delivered because everybody don't have the faith and they don't believe enough. But if you believe, you can be delivered. But it's gonna, trouble is going to find you. I keep right. telling y'all, usually your mama won't give up on you. God won't give up on you. And Satan won't give up on you. That's right. All right? To set at liberty them that are bruised. So some people are bruised. And he needed to set up liberty because they're bruised. Maybe, maybe they were bullied as a kid. And they were bruised. Maybe they were abused as a child, molested as a child. And that bruise, because you know, you can have a bruise. You ever have a bruise? A bruise is, a, is sometimes the worst thing because not only do you feel it and you see it, other people can too. All right? Jesus said, I come. I guess he's going to try to do something here to help us. Keep going, please. It says, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And he closed the book, and he gave it to the minister, and he sat down. Wow. And then? 
And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. They were fastened on him. Ain't, ain't there some more? You ain't told us nothing we already don't know. We've been having the book of Isaiah for years. He said, ain't there some more? And guess what else happens? And he began to say unto them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. And then he said to them, today what I just read, it is fulfilled. He's meaning him. He said, he told him, what you've been reading for years is fulfilled today. I'm telling you something today that you might not want to believe, but it's true. No matter what you've been through, and this is going to be a tough season. I hate holidays, and I've been telling you all that in all my ministry. But there is a healing That's right. in Christ. Even through your grieving, there's a healing in Christ. Because he is the only one that can give you comfort. Jesus says, I go away, but I would not leave you comfortless. I will send the Holy Spirit, and he will comfort you. And he will bring back and remember the things that I have taught you. And these are the times we need these things. All right? And then we go minister to other people that are hurting, that are bruising, that are wounded. Because, see, there's one thing is one of the biggest lies some people tell. I know how you feel. Well, I don't want to know how you feel, but I can tell you and guide you to somebody who knows your feelings. His name is Christ. Do you understand me? We can keep going. Now reading from the voice. And it said, the spirit of the Lord, the eternal one, is on me. Why? Because the eternal designated me to be his representative. Jesus Christ is the representative of who? God the Father. And see, we, he represents the love. God loves you. Do you know that? Well, Jesus Christ represents God's love in the flesh. That's right. You see? And he told me to tell you this morning, through the Holy Spirit told me to tell you this morning, the saying anointing that was upon him then is the saying anointing in the Spirit of Christ now. That's right. And the saying healing that it would do then is the saying healing it would do now. I know some of you are brokenhearted. Some of you are wounded. Some of you are bruised. Some of you feel like you're in captivity. Some feel like a prisoner. But you can be set free at that day through Jesus Christ. Do you understand me? All right. Scripture went on to say to be his representative to the poor. Yes. To preach good news to them. And see, sometimes for poor, we think money. But sometimes it's poor in spirit. That's right. And they need somebody to lift them up. Have you ever been poor in spirit? And you need somebody to lift you up. Well, if you're a part of this ministry, you're either poor in spirit in here today, or you're going to be one that's going to use the anointing of Christ to lift somebody else up. You're going to put some love in somebody's bank account, some faith. Because some people have to lean on somebody else's faith till they get there. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. He sent me to tell those who are held captive that they can now be set free. You can be free. Right today, you can be set free of anything. Yes, you can. I believe it. If I, you see me, you see me, and I'm like Paul, the least of the saints. If he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. That's right. It ain't no shame. That's right. It's no shame to be in a bad place. It's no shame to be in a grieving place, a hurting place. It's only a shame to stay there. All right? And to tell the blind that they can now see. And we're talking spiritual blind that sometimes God needs to have the Holy Spirit to anoint our eyes. And in the Revelation, there's a scripture that says, anoint your eyes with eye salve so that you can see. And that means anoint your eye, spiritual eye so that you can see things in a spiritual realm instead of the human realm or the physical realm. Because let me tell you, in the human realm, things don't make sense. Have you ever tried to figure out stuff? Well, 
Huh? How's that working for you? Well. Huh? Because when I see it, when I see it in the human realms, I don't think God knows what he's doing. Come on here. You see, I have to look in the spiritual realm to see and try to believe what it is. And sometimes it's a struggle. Maybe I'm the only one in this church that ever struggles with things that's happened to me in my life, and I don't get a good understanding of it, and I don't know where it's at, and I don't know what God's thinking, and I don't know what God's doing. So when I'm in the human realm, that's how I think. But when I get in the anointing of the Holy Spirit and lean not to my own understanding, then I, I still don't understand it. I just don't ask him. I said, Lord, let thy will be done. Because it's too deep for me. And sometimes you don't want to understand it. I heard a lady, an older wise lady told me something once. Asked me what? Why will make you cry sometimes. That's right. That's All right, right, keep going. Jesus okay. said he said. I didn't mean said, to choke you up now. I didn't mean to that. <laughs> Jesus said he sent me to liberate those held down by oppression. Jesus says God sent me to to free those that have been held down. You've been down too long. You've been down too long. It's time to get up and claim your victory in Jesus Christ because you've been down too long. And Jesus Christ wants to help you get up. Too long. It's time to get up. Yeah, get up. And we'll get up with you. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah. Sometimes I say it here. Get up here with me. All right, here we go. In short... The Spirit is upon me to proclaim that now is the time. Now is the time. What time is it? Now. Now is the time. Not tomorrow. Now is the time. You see, too many people waste time on tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Right now is the time. Now is the time. Right now is the time. Yes. And it's a good thing. That's right. All right. The Bible says that this is the jubilee season of the eternal one's grace. This is the season. And I'm claiming it for Christ Temple North. And, and, and you all here today, that I'm claiming that this is your season. You got to accept what I'm talking about here. You got to believe, get into anointed with Pastor here. This is your season here. You walk out of here, you ought to walk out of here. This is my season here. Claim it. That's right. You got to claim it's your season. I know it's a victory season for me. I done been through. This has been a tough year at the Fields household. Yeah, it's been a tough year at the Fields household. But we claiming a victory now. It's victory time now. You see, it, right. it, it, you understand what I'm saying? And some of you all have had tough times through this year. But we claim in the victory now. Right now we claim in the victory. Amen? Amen. All right, give God a hand clap. All right. And one more time from the message. See, see, I like doing it three different ways. I want you walking out of here all chesty. Y'all want you walking out of here at holy what? Boldness. Holy boldness. I want you walking out and say, this is my time. That's right. My time. My time. All right. It said, God's spirit is upon me. He's chosen me to preach the message of good news and, to the poor. And this is Jesus Christ of Nazareth speaking. Sent me to announce pardon to prisoners and recovery of sight to the you blind. See, you, you feel like you came in here this morning and you're full of sin. Jesus will pardon you of your sins. This morning. When you come up here and Sister Lynn will be up here pretty soon and you feel like it, when, when she's praying for you, up here prays for you, you come up here and she'll pray for you and you get pardoned today. That's scripture, folks. That's scripture. Why are you carrying that load around? Get rid of it. You understand what I'm saying? 
Jesus said, I came to set the burdened and battered free. Jesus says this morning, he came to set, if you in here and you burden, you battered, he says, I come this morning. He says, I come this morning to set you free. All right? To announce, this is God's year to act. This is what? God's year God's to God's year to act. Because we start in 2018 now. That's right. This is our year. We start now. Well, come on, we start now. All right? After that, he rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the assistant, mm -hmm. rolled up eagle. and sat down. <laughs> Every eye in the place was on him intent. Hmm. Then he started in. You've just heard scripture make history. It came true just now in this place. Guess what? We're going to make history in this place today. Pastor Phil done got a message and somebody, somebody in his believing it. And history is going to start today. You're going to start a new life today with a new attitude today, right? That's with right. a new vision today and with new revelations today in your life. And that's what God's all about. And that's what I'm, I'm, I'm all about in this ministry here. And the benediction is? In Jude 24 and 25, it says, Now to the one who can keep you upright... Now, to the one who can keep you... Look, look we're going to do this together as we read it. We're going to read this together as a group. Ready? Just repeat, repeat after my brother here. Now to the one, now to the one who, can keep you upright who can keep you upright and plant you firmly in his presence. And plant you firmly in his presence. Clean, Come on. Clean, unmarked, unmarked, and joyful in the light of his glory. And here we go. Clean, Clean. Unmarked, unmarked, and joyful, and joyful in the light in the light of his glory of his glory give god a hand clap Next one. all right to the one and only god our savior through jesus the anointed our lord be glory and greatness and might and authority just as it has been, it been. Since, before since before he created time, he time. May, it may it continue now, now. And, into and into eternity and all Amen. agreement said Amen. give God a hand clap huh give God a hand clap all right all right God is good God is good we're signing up for Salvation Army It'll be a, there's a table out there, and we sign up and we do packages for before Christmas for people. Have your children. What is the late the late ages? Uh, Ten with the youngest with parent, and if you got a tall nine year old, that's good. All right. <laughs> Ten with the. All right, I'm serious. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, everybody. Some ten here, some up here. That one up here need to go down and do some work. But anyway, so we do, that for the, we do that for the Salvation Army, and we need to do that because you can't be a Christian and, and doing this. Right. You can't be a Christian and doing this, right? right? And it was a very uh, a blessing for, on Thanksgiving. I didn't tell you all that. It was a blessing on Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I know they appreciated it, the food. You guys did an awesome job. We, we like that. And then Brother James, it was awesome. They went two different places. Somebody tell me the two different places. 
They went, they went, they split it up and went to Safe Haven and the children's house. We really appreciate uh, that. It was awesome. The kids are just going to have a great time with that. We think that it made, made Christ's temple look guard, um, look good. I didn't tell them you did it. I told, you know, I took the credit, but I, cause I thought it'd be too heavy for you. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just kidding. But he, he brought a, when Brother Jay, he called me and he thought he had some stuff to give. He had a truck. No, a truck, and we had to do two trucks. His truck's bigger, two trucks to get it. That's about, do not call you a Christian if you ain't dealing that. That's going to heal some little kid's broken heart. That helps some, some woman in, in, this in domestic violence, has no other place to go but that place. That, that helps the broken heart. And if you can't do that, we need to close the church doors. Well, Amen? Amen? Sister Lynn, any other announcements?